0: Hi, I'm Yui Shu, And I'm Julie Krafcik. We're
1: active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Brunch <laughs> Talk. We're back. We're back. It feels like a while <laughs> since we started to answer your burning dating questions. We know you have so many because we see the list of questions we have in queue. And we are here to help like the superheroes
0: that we are. <laughs> they have been coming in strong the last couple of months. So we're really excited to get back into this. And then for anyone who's new, we dissect it all. Any question you might have about your dating life. This is meant as a side dish to the rest of the podcast. You know, our longer form content that runs everywhere wednesday so make sure to also check that out too
1: and why is it called brunch talk because we release these episodes on sundays where we're hoping you're listening to this as you're getting brunch with your friends with your buddies with your date or with yourself
0: yes and we're here to do brunch with you every sunday <laughs>
1: you can't get rid of us a long-standing brunch buddies. So let's get to the question for this brunch talk. This comes from Bodie McBoatface. (laughs) And the reason why I am giving this username a shout out is because we promise if you put your brunch talk question in the body of your Apple podcast review, we will push it to the front of the queue. We'll answer it as fast as we humanly can. So here is the question. Should you go on a first date with someone off an app if you're not 100% sold on them yet?
0: Yes. And for more context, they also wrote, I would like to be more excited about it. But how can you be excited about someone you don't or barely know? It is hard. It is hard to be excited off of a 2D photo. We will go into that. But that is absolutely true. Bodie McBoatface, you are not alone in this one. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Some people
1: can get really excited about a profile that they see because they fantasize about who this person is. I've definitely been there before. And 99.9% of the time, you're going to be disappointed by the person you meet (laughs) because they're not going to meet your fantasy image of who they are. So I'd rather be in the side of Bodie McBoatface, which is like, you know, low expectations, maybe not as excited. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to online dating, I feel like you're never going to be 100% sure about someone. No. Just from their profiles and some message exchanges. You have to go off of a feeling, right? A feeling of, do I want to spend some time with this person? Because I find them
0: intriguing and I want to get to know them better. I think that's the best you can do. Absolutely. You know, we go into much more detail in last week's episode So this is actually coming at a perfect timing, but we talk about all the limitations of apps and how it's near impossible to decide if someone is a match based off their profile and any conversation that you have. But the best you can do is a maybe is a yes and just keep going with it and seeing what develops. One of the challenges with apps is that people say that they can't ever actually get to that in real life date. And that's the only place where the magic is going to happen. So if you're feeling like a maybe, again, there's some attraction, maybe you're not blown away by their photo, but you could see something developing, then go on the date. You could be really pleasantly surprised. I know for me, for all the partners I met on the apps, like, of course, I was attracted enough to like have the conversations, but I would never say that I looked at their profile and was like, this is it. This is my person. That never happened. It was meeting in person, seeing the energy. I was way more attracted in person. And I've seen it go the other way too, that you get really excited about the profile and you meet in person and it's a letdown. So just accepting apps for what they are.
1: Bring in that sense of curiosity. Yeah. If we're expecting excitement, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment. But we bring in the curiosity. We come in with the, what can I learn about and from this person? Your chances of being happy about the <laughs> outcome of that meeting are much higher because you are going to learn something new. I don't ever get that excited about meeting new friends. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I think. Yeah. Think this could be my bff and <laughs> I'm going to be seeing them a lot this new person that I just met no you're just coming in with a sense of curiosity and maybe you're gonna spend some fun times together and also I always make sure that the first meeting I'm doing something that I would otherwise enjoy anyway yeah maybe it is going for a meetup at my favorite park where I would do that anyway on my own so now I get to meet someone
0: new it just feels more additive in that way the Expectations of data gaps is what's getting us in trouble. Like we think that it's like Amazon, that we're going to just be able to sift through, find the perfect partner. They get sent to us in 24 to 48 hours, and the rest is history. And we're in a relationship, we're in love. It just doesn't work that way. These are people no. at the end of the day. These are not products, they are people. So we need to remember that. And we need to change our expectations. I agree with you with the facts. Like, we don't treat friends or professional contacts attacks like this. It's just... I'm going to meet someone new. And you know, like meeting someone in real life versus online, it's really interesting to me because I feel like they're actually like the total opposites that Mm -hmm. in real life, you have the chemistry, you can tell if you're attracted, but you don't know anything about them. Mm -hmm. The basics of what you would just say, like, is this someone that I could be with? Like, that's not there in real life. You don't know any of that. But online, it's the exact opposite. You know, their entire resume, you know, all the criteria, Mm -hmm. maybe too much that you're making assumptions on height and things that don't ultimately matter because those are the variables that are there, but you don't know the attraction until you're in person. And how do we start to use dating apps to just replicate in real life meetings? That's kind of like, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. merging the best of both worlds that you know this is maybe someone viable you could date, but also bringing that magic of like that reveal in real life when it comes time for it.
1: I know. I feel like that's a million dollar question all apps are trying to solve is how do we merge reality and the virtual world? And (sighs) it's very tough, but I know most people don't do this anymore, but taking your messaging to another platform like a phone call or a video call does help with some of that. I mean, it does gauge some level of chemistry. I remember being so in love with this guy's profile (laughs) once on The League. Like, oh my gosh, this is my guy, you know? Everything he's saying, he's so quirky and witty and his pedigree is exactly what I'm looking for. This is back when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing on dating apps. And when I got on the call with him, there was absolutely zero chemistry. And I'm so glad I didn't meet him in real life because it would have been such a letdown. But I'm glad I took that next step of just hearing
0: someone's voice. Right. At least you wasted, you know, 10 minutes of your life or took 10 minutes opposed to getting dressed up, building up your hope and expectation. Yes. I 100% agree. I think that was something that I did a lot was that extra vetting stage because, you know, one of it is that I had to in the pandemic when I was like back in the thick of dating again. But I really wish that could live on a bit more. And I really don't think it's too much to ask someone to do a phone call before you meet. No, And if someone says no, then that's a sign right there. Like if they can't jump on the phone with you for 10 minutes, that's saying a lot. And I agree with you. I don't think there's a way that you can necessarily know that, you know, you're so compatible by phone either. It kind of goes back to the 2D photo on dating apps and profile. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's maybe a step up because you hear their voice and you can see how your conversation is meshing. But I wouldn't say it's a silver bullet either, but it does eliminate a lot of the people where there's just no connection and compatibility. So you can at least focus on the people that are the maybes. So when you meet up, you're at least set up for success in the sense that you know that you can already have a conversation with them.
1: What do you think about not calling the first date a date? I know we've often talked about I it as like a meet and <laughs> greet. And I think it's a little misleading for me to be like, yeah, I'm going on it a is. date with someone I haven't met before. That's not a date. You're not Dating yet. You're just
0: meeting up. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating?
1: We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to
0: Exit Interview.
1: month and never worry about what to wear again. Try
0: Armoire today. I think we need to change this nomenclature like right? 100% because okay think about it if you went to a bar mm-hmm. let's say you're out with your friends that's not like a date you're not like showing up at the bar let's say you meet someone like no attractive there you could also go to the bar and see no one that's attractive to you but you're just out with your friends like you're having a night out yep. that's the expectation if you meet someone that's the cherry on top where with dating we go in being like is this person gonna be my soulmate am I gonna follow love after an hour of being with them. And your just expectations are all out of whack.
1: Because a date signifies that it's romantic. Yeah. Right. And how do you know it's romantic yet? I don't want to be on a date with someone that I don't have a romantic connection with yet yeah it's just like really fucked up the way we talk about the first date and like how someone can be like i've been on a hundred first dates this year no No, you've been on a (laughs) hundred meet and greets you met a hundred people this year they were not dates let's get it straight here
0: right like you could meet a hundred people out and them never actually progress into anything more it's the same difference that i think is the actual issue here And this is perpetuated by dating apps, absolutely, Mm -hmm. because you're on the dating app with the goal to go on a date. So every interaction is leading to this date, and that's how everyone talks about it. Mm -hmm. Also, it's really hard to stay friends with someone or like a business contact with them if you met on a dating app because that's there. So if this was just the first time you met with this person, maybe this could develop in a different way. There's so much that's possible here. Yeah, This brings me back to like, why did 500 brunches? Because the idea behind it was that we would match people up and they would meet over brunch and whether that becomes a romantic connection, a platonic connection, a business connection. Mm -hmm. It's more just like when you're in high school or college and you're just meeting people everywhere. Some of them develop into more, some of them don't. That's just how it works. Yet with dating apps, we go in with that singular focus, and it really makes it hard for anything to go in a different direction.
1: This was Julie's venture for several years, and this is how we met yes, each other. Yes, exactly. True
0: story. Think about it. If we had gone, let's say it was like a group dating thing, yeah. and you were there and I was there, we would never have been friends after. No. And what a miss that would have been. So opening that up too, it just enriches your life with all relationships.
1: We've also heard this story from several couples where they match on a dating app <laughs> and maybe the conversation doesn't go anywhere. And several years later, yeah. they run into each other somewhere and it's like, oh, hey, you look familiar. I think we've matched on a dating app. And then they decide to go out. I think that happens so naturally because we just need more face time with someone to develop Mm -hmm. some sort of a connection. You can't go from zero to 60 going from a dating app to in person and being like, this is done. Are we attracted? Are we interested? You need like to be in the mood, the right environment. You need to see each other a few times. So I truly believe in making that first meetup just a meetup casual, don't put too much pressure on it, don't say you have to be excited about it because I think that, again, sets you up for failure and disappointment just go into it with I'm meeting up with someone just to get to know them
0: yeah I think the excited word is unrealistic of course don't go if you're dreading it if you feel right you know it's gonna you don't want to go in with a negative mentality just a positive mindset of I'm here to meet someone new that's all there is that was the mindset I had when I met my partner I remember we listened to Jeff Harry's episode about making dating fun again a play expert we had on and that put me in a totally different mindset so we'll do a callback to that episode. If you missed last week's episode, we really deep dive on data gaps, like hardcore an hour going through all of this. So definitely check that out because I really believe that the reason why we're all struggling with dating apps is that we're using them in a way that's just not natural. It's
1: so unnatural. I went to a house party (laughs) a few weeks ago, and I met a few people, and I thought they were all fantastic. There was a connection, maybe not romantic. And I remember just going home being like, I would have never swiped on these people on a dating app or Bumble Friends. You know, I would have never. I would have never thought these were my people. But in person, there was just... It's just like the relaxed atmosphere. I had no expectations. There was like no romantic context to anything we were doing. It just made it more organic for that connection yes so i hope we can just like go into dating apps maybe with that house party mentality again mm-hmm. if i met this person at a house party
0: would i want to hang out with them again or like get to know them yeah maybe it all comes down to energy which you just can't get from a profile no. you're wasting your no. time spending hours dissecting profiles like there's no way to know that stuff oh, gosh until you meet so yeah hopefully this helps expectation setting you're not alone in feeling that you should be super excited, but it's just not natural. And next time you feel that pressure to be super excited, remind yourself, be like, it's okay. I'm just meeting a new person. That's all. There
1: you go. Can be very <laughs> simple. We just overcomplicate online dating so much. Yes. It's our fault, but we can start simplifying it and making it much more enjoyable. So Bodhi, make boat face. Hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> keep them coming. Again, if you want to send us your brunch talk questions, you can email us hello at datablepodcast.com You can DM us on Instagram at dateablepodcast, or you can give us a rating or review, five stars in Apple Podcasts. And in the body of your review, tell us your brunch talk question and we'll answer it ASAP like we just did with Bodie McBookface. You're <laughs> welcome.
0: Okay, see you next week. Bye.
1: The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Datable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable.